this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. It is time again for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean, and this is the Sean Yankee Show. So you are in the right place at the right time, no matter where you're at, because we're everywhere. We're the most dangerous show on the Internet. But we're live right now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And what this is is a discussion-driven chat show. So participate. Take part in the show. Say hello. Let us know you're here. And all of that will pull into my studio, and I can incorporate it all into the show. We have discussion. It's amazing. So let me say hi to everybody and get us going, get us started tonight. We got a lot to get into tonight. Wednesday nights, we do conspiracy theories. So we talk about conspiracy theories and go into rabbit holes and all of that. And so it's a good night for people that love that kind of stuff and a bad night for people who are closed-minded. But tonight we're going to be getting into Project Pegasus. Because uh, as you know, I'm working on a new series. We just finished Tesla in the New Yorker Hotel. And now we're going to take on Montauk, which is going to go on for a much longer time. But I want to get a few parts of that series ready. And, and this is part of it. It has to do with it. It's married to it. It's spread out into all kinds of little things. And that's what the Montauk series will be uh, mostly is, is little offshoots and, and focusing in on individual projects. So we're going to revisit Project Pegasus tonight and get into any conspiracy theories you want. I got other things I want to talk about including the conspiracy theory madness we find ourselves living in. So lots to discuss. But let me say hi to everyone who's here, the VI peeps, and get us started. Hey, Lee, how are you? Helen, Samuel, how are you doing? Patricia, Ginger, Jessica, Nissa's here. All right. Hey, Ron, Sky, how are you, Joan? Helen hit it. Lee thinks nobody else hit like. you got to smash them shits. You must hit like and you must share. We're just a little independent live show dependent on the viewers. 
this gets out as far as you get it. I already shared it 30 times. I share it 30 times every night. If I share 31, Zuckerbuck throws me in jail. That's the limit. Took me a long time to find that line, but now I skirt it. After that, it's on you. You got to share it out. You got to get this out so that people see it. All right. You're right, Ron. Thank you for saying so. Sharing is caring. And staring without sharing, well, that ain't very caring. I can't get with that. How are you, Ruth? All right. I'm glad you're here, Patricia. I have something I want to ask you guys if you're interested in. And if you are, and I can get it done, we'll be doing it later tonight. If you want. Patricia always wants us to do something later. See, we're on everywhere. And where Patricia is, it's only right after noon. The sun is still bright in the sky. There's much day left. So when the show ends, she's like, what? I I got extra time. What, what are you doing? Come on, keep going. Well, maybe tonight we will. Maybe tonight we will. And I'll tell you about it in just a second. But hey, KT, Gerard, how are you? Diane, Daniel. If I missed you, I'm sorry. But uh, Heath, how are you? Uh, we got to get going. We got a lot to do, like I said. What I was talking about, though, is uh, last week or the week before, Patricia had said, why don't you air all four parts of the Tesla video so we can watch it all as one? Well, I found out that we are able to do broadcasts like that from StreamYard. I can go to all three places and we can send it out that way as like a video premiere. It'll be cool as long as I keep it under an hour. On my plan, it's got to be under an hour. Well, I, I put them all together and it's it's 39 minutes, so it's within the parameters. I'm going to try doing that. And if you guys are interested, we're going to watch it later on tonight. So it'll it'll be at a decent hour for Patricia, kind of late for most of us. It'll be, I hope to have it up by oh, maybe 10 at the latest. If, if it's going to be later than that, I might do it another time. We'll talk about it. If you guys are interested in seeing that, let me know because I'm, I'm down with doing it, but I want to make sure people want to see it and are interested because I already have a playlist on Gab, on Gab TV, where you can go over there and just get my playlist, hit play, and it'll run through all four parts. But I would love to watch it with you. So just thought I'd kick it out there. If you're interested, we can do it. Thank you for holding down Twitch, Lee. Twitch is a challenge for me. And again, I'm thinking about expanding into a different third platform, you know, where... Whereas I'd rather leave either YouTube or Facebook behind, in all honesty. Facebook mostly, because it's just a dead zone for what we're trying to do. And But it, it is our most popular platform, sadly. And until that's not true, it'd be kind of irresponsible to let go of it right now. And then until something else gets enough support, YouTube is the best place for the live streaming for that, too. I've tried other ones. And maybe we find a new one with this third thing. Because Twitch, I don't know. I'm going to let this be Lee's thing. Lee's our Twitch ambassador. What do you think, Lee? When you're over there, how many people are over there with you? And and is there any interaction? Because he usually says there's no commenting. And uh, not very many people there. It's only five where Patricia is, see? Where I'm at, it's seven. And uh, we're all over the world. So I don't know. We have people that watch us from England, Australia. I never know who's up for stuff. So I wanted to ask, you know, because, yeah, I like this one, too. That's kind of my thing, T-shirts and hats. I have a T-shirt collection. Babus thinks it's out of hand, but I really think it's very small. I, 
I, I think it could be much larger and needs to be much larger and will be much larger. Hey, Jennifer. Jennifer's up for it. Joan, I, I know you're going to be there because you always hang out with me after and watch the show back. Joan's a night owl. That's why her name is Night Owl on Gab. You got a new pen? I got one too. Um, mine is Sour Diesel. But now I'd only buy the little ones and I only get them as a treat. This is a point three. I used to get the gram cartridges. But until my area comes down with the pricing, it's going to be a treat. You know, learning to appreciate the flower. Lee's interested. Right on. Well, that way it would be in one chunk, at least on those platforms. It's already on Gab, on Gab TV. But as I was saying, we got a lot to do tonight. It's Conspiracy Theories and Chill Night. On Wednesday nights on the Sean Yankee Show, we get into conspiracy theories. We kick around absolutely anything. And uh, tonight, I want to watch the Project Pegasus video with you. If you haven't seen it already, you know, stick around. And even if you have seen it, stick around. It's not, it's not a long one. It's only uh, about 15 minutes. Then afterwards, we're going to discuss it and, uh, and how it relates Montauk and I got a few things about Montauk I want to talk about and then anything you want so that's what we do on Wednesday nights and if you're ready we're going to go ahead and get started Conspiracy that has many twists and turns along the way because it spans time, space, and history. So come along with us as we head down the rabbit hole and explore Project Pegasus. Project Pegasus was the classified defense-related research and development program conducted by DARPA in which the U.S. defense technical community achieved time travel on behalf of the U.S. government. 
also known as the real Philadelphia experiment. Project Pegasus was launched by the U.S. to perform remote sensing in time so that reliable information about past, present, and future events could be provided to the U.S. president, intelligence community, and military. Now, while researching this topic, I was reminded, and for very good reason, actually, of MKUltra and Project Montauk. They're related, but especially in the way that, once again, children were the preferred subjects used. But it was also expected in this project by the founders that the children that were selected to be used in this program would continue to be involved in time travel when they grew up and then go on to serve as America's first generation of chrononauts. But the children found, however, that in the process of serving as these child time travelers attached to Project Pegasus, they also became America's first time-space pioneers and were treated as such. Over 100 children were used in experimental jumps through time and space to places like Mars, along with time travel tests. They typically sent children because of design limitations that made it difficult for adults to jump. Any adults that actually managed the jumps, despite the limitations, suffered psychological trauma as well. So children seem to be psychologically adapt better to these jumps. However, the jumps were not always safe as one child returned from his temporal voyage before his legs did. Alfred Webery reports that he was writhing in pain with just stumps where his legs had been. So these aren't all happy stories from Project Pegasus, and not all of the subjects even survived the experiments. But an interesting survivor who we have got to get into for just a bit is Washington-based attorney Andrew Basiago. A former child jumper himself, Basiago claims that future presidents like both Bushes, Clinton, and Barack Obama were all also children who were involved in these experiments. And Basiago also claims that he was sent to several famous events in history, like the Gettysburg Address, and even that he and some of the other children had met George Washington. So these are a lot of pretty outlandish claims, right? But this is from a respected attorney. And he's been telling a consistent story for years. But backing up just a little bit, here's some of the history surrounding and also backing up Project Pegasus. Now, we have got to start this section out by talking about Nikolai Tesla, because all of this ties back into his work. Now, Nikolai Tesla was considered by many to be the smartest man to ever live and is also considered to be responsible for inventing some of the most important inventions in history, including alternating current, light, x-rays, radio, remote control, the electric motor, robotics, lasers, and wireless communications, and limitless free energy. The man was a genius in his time or any time, but he also claimed to have time-traveled having wrote that he could see the past, present, and future all at the same time and had discovered how to manipulate it. Now, when he died, all of his research, all of Nikolai Tesla's research and notes were confiscated by the U.S. government upon his death. And they're pretty open about the fact that they used a lot of that research. But Basiago claims there were several time travel devices at work during these experiments. 
and the majority of his temporal adventures can be attributed to our old friend Nikolai Tesla. And in documents allegedly retrieved from Tesla's New York City apartment after his death, it is revealed the schematic for a teleportation machine using something Basiago calls radiant energy. The machine would form a shimmering curtain between two elliptical booms. So, based on Tesla's research around 1947, teleportation research and development was formed by members from the Manhattan Project and the imported Germans under Operation Paperclip who were enrolled as War Department Special Employees. And in 1958, the Eisenhower administration, with Richard Nixon as vice president, established both NASA and DARPA. In the interest of national security, all projects under the newly formed DARPA were marked classified. In contrast to NASA, any achievements made by DARPA would not be known. Neither would it be known by any branches of the United States government. Now, as rocket research designs were being absorbed into NASA, teleportation research designs from the Manhattan and paperclip teams were absorbed into an umbrella project under the Air Force. By 1961, NASA, in concert with the Air Force, was conducting rocket flight tests for the Apollo program but after the Kennedy assassination, the Lyndon B. Johnson administration took office and the Air Force launched Project Pegasus. And it conducted teleportation jump tests that led to a successful teleportation event in 1964. And in 1965, NASA experienced major setbacks in the Apollo program. And the Nixon administration took this as a cue and Operation Pegasus took flight. The Pegasus program resulted in numerous successful human teleportations, which subsequently led to time travel in 1970. The pursuit of time travel became of clear interest so as to avert the threat of a nuclear holocaust that was posed during the Cold War with the Soviet Union. Everything that I just talked about in, in that claim, because it might have bothered you, some of you, that I over and over again said that they did this. They don't, they don't admit to having accomplished this. They admit to having tried for long periods of time, decades, to have used Tesla's research to attempt this kind of thing. And I find it very interesting. I find it very fascinating. And I don't see it being outside the realms of possibilities. And as you know, on this show, that's what we do is we explore these things and look into them. And the other thing that I found very interesting about this particular one is how out in the open this all is. There is information literally everywhere about Project Pegasus. It's almost like they want you to find it. And the Basiago interviews themselves are countless. He tells his story to anyone that will listen to it to this day and is very prolific in his speech. Some of his interviews are up to six hours long. He has a lot to say. He describes the devices. He describes the processes involved. Here is just a brief description in Basiago's own words of a time travel experience. He says that he passed through this curtain of energy and that he would enter a vortal tunnel that would send him to his destination. Some other teleportation devices that he described included a plasma confinement chamber in New Jersey and a jump room in El Segundo, California. There was also some kind of holographic technology which allowed them to travel both physically and virtually through time and space. But he names names of other children involved, and he talks about going to Mars with Obama as a child. And he did grow up with Obama. 
So there may be something there. He also has some very interesting Obama stories as well, for that matter. But that's a story for another time. But where else did Andrew Basiago claim to have traveled during these experiments? I would have really liked to have let him tell his story for himself. But YouTube has gotten very good at protecting their content. And I couldn't find a good converter software that could translate any of the interviews that I found of his, which there are many. I encourage you to look them up and listen to them for yourself. But I couldn't find a converter to convert one where I could use it in this video and play one for you. So where did Andrew Basiago travel during these experiments? Well, several of his voyages led him to the 1800s. And on one occasion, he found himself at Gettysburg on November 19, 1863, the day President Abraham Lincoln gave his famous Gettysburg Address. Now, as Basiago tells this particular story, he had been dressed up as a Union bugle boy. However, he felt that his oversized shoes were drawing too much attention, so he wandered away from the crowd only to be photographed. Basiago also claims to have traveled to the Ford Theater on the evening President Lincoln was assassinated. In fact, he claims that he did so multiple times, even running into himself twice, though he never actually witnessed the assassination. But each trip, he says, was slightly different than the last, leading Basiago to believe that it wasn't just time travel at work, that he was also being sent into slightly different alternative realities on adjacent timelines. But in the 1980s, while working under Project Pegasus, Andrew Basiago utilized the aforementioned jump room to teleport to the Red Planet with the express mission of acting as an ambassador to the Martian civilization. His fellow travelers on this journey, William Stillings and President Barack Obama, among a number of others. Now, during his escapades to the Red Planet, Basiago claims he encountered many extraordinary things, not the least of which were towering dinosaurs and what he described as humanoid scorpion men. In fact, according to Basiago, the roaming Martian dinosaurs were known to devour any humans who found themselves lost on the planet's surface. To hear Basiago tell it, Mars is an extraordinary and dangerous place. But Andrew Basiago has a website for his foundation that is interested in spreading the truth about Project Pegasus. And And I encourage you to visit it. He goes into detail about his escapades in time and space travel. And you can find that at projectpegasus.net. But Andrew is just one of over 100 children experimented on during this project. And his story is extremely compelling. And it did make me want to look deeper for sure. But here's what we found out. Project Pegasus was real. It took place. Again, like MKUltra. They don't admit to any actual successes with it, but it did take place for decades and was even part of the larger and also declassified Project Stargate, which we need to get into in a future video that used even more of Tesla's research. But again, it draws similarities. to MKUltra with Project Stargate connection because Project Stargate had many offshoots such as Gondola Wish, Grill Flame, 
center lane, dragon absorb, and sunstreak. And they were experimenting with all kinds of things, not just with bending time and space, but also the human mind, studying and experimenting with psychokinesis, ESP, telepathy, remote viewing, psychoenergetics, and many, many more. Too many, really. This rabbit hole turned out to be a deep one, y'all. And we're going to have to revisit this. But the main takeaway for me is Project Pegasus took place. They invested heavily in this research of Nikolai Tesla's. And there is no reason to believe that research would have gone on for decades into this without any successes. You know, they hide the capabilities of the human mind from the average person. They don't ever want us to realize our truth. potential and what is our true potential what truly exists technology wise what did they learn from Nikolai Tesla will we ever know completely all the answers I think the answer for that is no but is there a possibility that time travel is real it looks like there is but thanks for watching Conspiracy Theories and Chill. This has been a little look at Project Pegasus. Thanks for watching this video. I'm sorry. I figured the best option was to just let it play. So that the information would at least finish and get out there. Because it was almost done. That was, that was happening here. It was on my end. So the pausing you were hearing, that was, that was us. I don't know what's causing it, though. I really don't. Like, I'm sitting here watching it happen, and I, I don't get it. I don't get it. That video was fully loaded up. Um, it doesn't seem to happen when I play one that's on my hard drive. So from now on, I'm going to go that route. Because whatever it is, I have no problems in setup. And then every time now, if I use a video from, an, from a source, which should work fine, it doesn't. So it messes with my own even, but doesn't seem to do it as bad. But that was the Project Pegasus video. I know. I know, Lee. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll figure something out or we won't do that again. I won't do it that way again until I figure out why it's not working. Could be. It's something. You know what? I've always had, I've had little weird things happen from time to time doing this. Um, it reminds me of when I was working on the Seth Rich stuff way back when that was going on. And I was making a video on Seth Rich and it wouldn't save if I was connected to the internet. I had that happen again recently. I don't remember what the topic was. 
uh, if somebody remembers, I know I talked about it. If somebody remembers, remind me. But yeah, I was trying to do something recently and it wouldn't save and uh, until I disconnected from the internet and then it saved no problem. So it's weird. It is weird. But I don't know how much of it is user error and real throttling. You know, I don't want to talk out of my ass and say I'm being messed with. If I can't prove it, it's likely that it could happen. I'm sure it can. Oh, I have no doubt they can get into your devices, but I'm going to try to put it under my control as much as possible moving forward. I'm, I'm not going to do two platforms. I was playing that off of Gab TV. Should have worked fine. Works fine any other time. I don't know. I'm leaving up an option to get something messed with somehow. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Gerard said maybe Tesla can come back and fix it. <laughs> maybe. I do need somebody that knows a little more about computers than I do. A little tech savvy. We do have Mark. Diane's son Mark helps us with the website and stuff. I do need to get back in touch with him and find out. I have lots of questions, really. I've run into a lot of tech problems that I haven't been able to fix. And uh, I really need some more advice. I got to get in touch with him. I just, it's been, I've just been busy. Yeah, Jessica, technical difficulties are also Paul's favorite. My partner, Paul, on the Morning Yank, our morning show, every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern, by the way. He loves them, too. And you know what? It's a live show. And no matter how hard I try, they're unavoidable. They're unavoidable. And I, I, I don't let them bother me as much as I used to. I used to let them really destroy me. But, yeah, you're going to have hiccups. There's no way around it. Lee, the other Pegasus. Lee is talking about... The Israeli spying program. I didn't get a lot of time to look into it. He sent me two links to look into, but apparently Israel has a spying program uh, and also named Pegasus. And I need to look into it, but that's interesting. Jessica visited the neighborhood of Seth Rich security cameras on every corner in most homes. Really? Patricia says if that was a diagram of Tesla's teleportation device, it looked like an old school flying saucer from 1947. Um, like the bell, when they called the bell what the Germans supposedly stole from Tesla and used and designed anyway. It does. But you know what? That's what I think throws a lot of people off is they're thinking that, you know, Basiago and Obama went to Mars, the planet, in outer space. That's not the way any of this works. You know, that's why people don't get it. It's dimensions and planes and shit that they're teleporting through. You know, like the Israeli space chief that just came out about UFOs saying that, that they've been around for a long time, but actually the UFOs are the ones requesting that we don't tell the humans because they wouldn't even understand what space is. I think that's what they're talking about. I thought it was called the belly. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, well, it's not gonna be interesting for anybody else, but he was trying to do the website stuff, but for whatever reason, I couldn't let him be an admin. He has to use my info to get in. It's weird. Even someone that knows what they're doing is finding themselves having trouble around my stuff. I don't know what it is. 
Ginger says Tim Canova filmed his neighborhood. Filmed Seth Rich's neighborhood? Or Tim Canova's neighborhood? You know, I came real close to having him on. I want to reach out to him again. I think he'd be an interesting guest. Tim Canova. Not very into politics, but he seems like an interesting dude. Jessica says uh, Aliphantus, Pizzagate Aliphantus, had a property called Pegasus Museum. Really? I wonder what the significance is of the word Pegasus. Maybe we should look that up. You know how they love symbolism. I don't know if there's any there, but dimensions. Yeah, Patricia. People don't understand their own realm, where we live even. You're lied to about absolutely everything. That is one thing I'm positive of. So, you know, like when Zach asked me, that's basically the best way I can answer it is, is I don't know. And no one does. I don't think we can understand it. I don't, I don't think we're capable of it, fully understanding it. But I think ancient civilizations understood it much better than we do. And I think they were connected to it. And, you know, for instance, Tesla claims to be connected to it or have been connected to it. He says he didn't invent anything. Just listen to the frequency and let it speak to him. There's so much more to reality than what people think they know. And, and the people that run around saying they know the most actually know the least. It's usually a clear indicator. It's not always true, but mostly true. Patricia agrees that Aliphantus did have the Pegasus Museum and a female friend of David Siemens who went to snoop around there ended up stabbed to death. You know, that, what do you guys, not to shoot off on this for too long, but that, that thing with the pizza place during that Pizzagate thing. I know that it was a distraction, but that guy was like the 49th most popular or powerful, not popular, powerful person in Washington, a pizza guy. So there's a more there, you know, they were clearly using that pizza place as a distraction, but. It's much more there just as a way to make it look ridiculous because they were setting themselves up for failure. You should. You, well, you probably did saw their Instagram and all that shit or social media. It's crazy. It's like they were trying to be obvious. Like, look here, look here, look here so that we can make it all look ridiculous. Gerard says when they get technical about your show and really in depth, they don't like it. So they get technical back. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We know we use baby talking stuff to try to avoid the algorithm, but apparently sometimes human people do listen and they, they find out that we're sneaking around the system. You visited ping pong, come at ping pong, the pizza place. We well, got any thoughts on it from actually being there. Uh, I heard there's like a secret area in the back past like a curtained area. Is that even true or is that completely made up? It's, it did, Ginger. It spread truth about child trafficking, which is real, very real, and a huge problem. If they really cared about real problems, this would be number one on their agenda to do something about yesterday. Huge problem. Totally ignored. Don't want you focusing on it. But yes, but it also was a way for them to put truth in plain sight, which they must do. They believe in that. They have to do it. 
and then make it look ridiculous at the same time. So that, that, yeah, we're telling you, we're showing you right now. And actually, it's proven in the WikiLeaks that we are engaged in this shit and talking about it in code and emails to each other. The most powerful people in the United States are involved in this. And at the same time, they can say it's a crazy conspiracy theory. Meanwhile, they are just using the exact same terms that the FBI will tell you on their website are code words for pedophilia. And they'll tell you you're ridiculous for saying that. They talk out of both sides of their mouth. But the kind of consent that they need it, it just needs to be societal consent. It doesn't matter that some people see it as long as those people are quiet and no one listens to them. you got to be louder than the idiots. And they count on us not doing that. But I will continue to sneak, Kathy, and thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah, did being in there make your skin crawl? Just the art on the walls and shit? It's a creepy place. She says, as creepy and nasty as you can imagine. And yes, there exists a curtained area. Did you dare to venture back there? Because I've, I've heard some shit about what's supposedly back there. But I don't know if it's true, you know, because again, I, I think that whole place was just to be like, please look here so that you think it's ridiculous and we can show you, haha, we just make pizzas and we're weird. That's what I think. Yes, everywhere. The art in that place is insane. Insane. Their Instagram, crazy. They're right out in the open with this shit. And then they'll tell you it's ridiculous. It's crazy. They'll be like, that guy's just a pizza dude. Fucking hanging out with the most powerful people. What's up, Paul? How are you? That's my buddy, Paul. He's a fellow conspiracy theory idiot, and we host a morning show, The Morning Yank, every Tuesday morning. And I want everybody to go listen to it. It's everywhere, too. We're all over the place, all over the Internet. All of our shows are everywhere I can put them. And every time I find a new place to put something, I put it there. Like we just started off on BitChute. I know I'm late to the party on some of these, but I'm an old guy. So BitChute and... Um, Going to look into VK. I, I did it once, but I'm going to go back. Try it out. $65,000 hot dog party, right, Ginger? She said uh, the hot dog purchase by Obama was odd also. Since the White House has their own chefs and all. Now, you know what? Chicago may have great hot dogs. I really don't know. I've never, I've never been to Chicago. It is extremely weird. It's extremely weird. That you would have a $65,000 hot dog party or a hot dog party at all at the White House. I don't know. It's odd that these rich people are so into hot dogs and pizza and pasta. Pasta with hair in it and shit. They're into weird stuff. Used pizza. It's real weird. And no one cares, Tracy. That's what's awful about it. Is is It just... They're allowing it by their idiocy. 
That's why, that's why, you know what, we just need to make sure that they don't get to anymore. They're going to keep being stupid. We just need to make sure they stop being empowered. Got to make stupid hurt now. We just, it's time. Joan says if they stop worrying about what we posted 10 years ago, maybe they could take down some sick fucks. They're not interested in taking down any of these people. Facebook is one of the biggest sites for this. Or child sex trafficking and pedophilia uh, networking. They don't have any interest in stopping anything real. They, they have interest in stopping and silencing dissent. They are Luciferian. They are evil. They are psychopaths. Well, Ron, they'll want anything they're told to want. Anything that they're told to want. And even when you tell them what we told you to get don't work, and now, you know, now you're dangerous, they'll get the next one too. They'll do everything they tell them to do because they don't want to think for themselves. They don't want to be responsible. But again, they're idiots and we don't need them. Lifelock. That's what Facebook is, is Lifelock. It's a DARPA program. Ended on the very same day Facebook began, and it did exactly the same thing Facebook does. Oh, shit. Paul says that Joe announced mandatory juice for all military personnel. Clearly, they need to stand with the people. All enemies, foreign and domestic, if I understand correctly. It's time. And I know he is uh, not the inventor of Facebook. He is the front man. I don't know about his hobbies and things he does in his free time. And I wouldn't judge him for it if he did. But I know he's a tool, a face. For the government to silence you. And now they're being out in the open that they're doing it. They're not hiding it even anymore. They're directly telling you that they're doing it. Right out in the open. And that's why. Now that they're playing poker with their cards facing out. We must realize that if we don't do something. And now. There will not be any opportunity to do anything. Ron says, all I got to do is get my Facebook or get my freedoms back and keep my job. Just to stick up something up in me. I can. Ugh. I don't know why I'm messing that up so bad, Ron. I'm sorry. I'm going to start over. He says, all I got to do is get my to get my freedoms back and keep my job is to stick something in me that I can't get out of me. You got to put an experimental. Juice in you. They don't even know what it does. And. They know it don't work. So why is it so important for you to get it? Mm-mm. Paul says military has no to protect us from all enemies, foreign and domestic. I thought so. To uphold the laws and rights of the United States Constitution. This ought to be interesting. It ought to. What do you think is going to happen? Out of curiosity. I'm interested to hear from you guys. 
Gerard's youngest son is in the Marines. Is this verified, y'all? Joe said that the soldiers have to get the juice. You know, where are the people at that stand with the troops? Stand with the troops. Come on. <laughs> and, you know, what about the nurses? Remember when they were heroes and now the ones that don't want to do it are losing their jobs and people are like, fuck them. Trust the science, but not any science that speaks out against it. Stand up for rights until somebody makes you feel threatened and then take theirs away and without realizing and following it to the logical conclusion that eventually that means your rights will be taken away. You're taking away your own rights. Because you're an idiot. Diane's son is in the Persian Gulf. I wouldn't do it either. And a lot of people are having to make that choice. Ginger says she's got a feeling she'll be losing her job soon because she's not going to do this. And they may mandate it. And people are facing that decision. You know, and they're talking about life being different for people that are juiced and unjuiced. Segregation. Medical segregation. Well, you know what? The time to fight is coming, and it is our time to lead. And Aaron says he knows several that will fight against this. Let's say 40, 60, 40 being those still feared in submission. I think a lot of people will stand up. They need us to be examples. And I'm not saying that means throw your neck on the line for people that won't stand with you, but lead as many people as you can. They'll out they'll themselves. They'll, they'll point themselves out as people that are tired of it and help inform them how they can do something. You need to get a little civil, civil disobedience going. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Good to see some people came in during the video. I appreciate you guys. Tracy, lockdowns, harsher enforcement, new world order. Australia is already talking about it on the news. They have been for about a month now that they are in the new world order, speaking about it openly. Flirt with this shit in other places. Look at Canada and Germany and these other places that are being completely locked down and not even able to speak up or speak out, getting their rights eliminated. They're all looking at us like, when are you going to do something? Well, when enough of us take ownership. New York City's making it impossible to participate in society without the juice, and she's right. Their governor's out of his mind. He says that they must knock on doors, put people in cars, and drive them to get the juice. Get that juice in their arm, is what he said. He said he wears a mask because he cares about you. And he got the juice because he cares about you. And that we understand that we're all in this together. We understand as goes all, goes one, goes all in this city. We all live together in this state. And we all live together. We have to get back to work. He says he repeats himself a lot. He says we have to get back to work now. We have to spread this message, or we're going to spread the 
the Rona. And we have to get in these communities. We have to knock on doors and we have to convince people, put them in a car, drive them and get that juice in their arm. That's the mission. Apparently they allocated $15 million of the state's budget to promote juice in New York. And in California, their governor is comparing non-juicers to drunk drivers. Just like the White House was saying that us spreading information about it and raising awareness to dangers and, and reasons why not to do it is killing people. Hey, Nicole, how are you? See, this is the Trojan that Gerard thinks is in the juice. I know there's a Trojan in it, if not more than one. I'm interested in hearing from you guys what you think is hidden in this, what the, what the prize is they're trying to give out to humanity. As you know, it ain't health. It ain't protection from anything. You don't give a shit about your health. Ron says, Australia first, then UK, Canada, then US. They circle us with the policies of evil. And when we don't speak up and, and, and stand up and make sure that shit don't happen here, we find ourselves in that situation. And they do it slowly. Lori says that she's talking to a private banker on Friday. And that there are ways out of the system. And I know people that are trying to get out or even have, like, just got out as much as they can. And that's good to be self-sufficient and be ready, prepared. I agree with this. Diane says if they're juiced, aren't they protected? We are in more danger from them. And that's absolutely true. Uh, they're shedding God knows what. And I don't want it. I don't want any part of it. So I don't like being involved in it. I don't like that I'm being forced to participate in it. That's not something I want to do. And it's not something any of us want to do. But they're going to get away with everything we allow them to get away with. You know. That's the truth. That's the reality of it. And... We have to realize that. So it's, it's, it's one thing to oppose it. It's another to show people how to make sure that this doesn't become our future or it will. You know, that's going to be what I want to focus everything on from now on is uh, making sure that we understand that it does no good to know if we're not going to do anything about it. You know, we just prance around with our badges of knowledge and not use them. Tracy says we're not going to really know until a few years down the road. She's predicting 2023. We'll know what was the surprise. 
they're trying to give us all. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it will take a long time for this to reveal itself. And it will be a while before we know what they've what they've delivered. And Diane's right. I'm more worried about the people that have gotten it. I don't want to be exposed to them and whatever they're shedding. Paul says we should all gravitate to District 5 and leave the looters to loot themselves. Do you all know your FEMA districts? I'm District 7. Paul's 5. Um, a lot of cool people in 5. Uh, I don't remember everybody's district, but a lot of you do know your district. And we're going to end up there if we don't do something to stop it. Ron says they're shedding that delta. Just wait till they blame us for the next variant. There is no delta. There is no Rona. It's false flag. Cassie says that she thinks each drug company producing the juice is assigned to something different. Maybe infertility to one, the Cinco G to another, the Borg and the dead. Exactly. Exactly. How do you test for a variant when you can't even tell the difference between the Rona and the flu? They admit they don't even have a test that can tell the difference. It's made up. Just think what they could do with something that's real dangerous. The potential in that. The fear that they can deliver from a non-threat. It's interesting. I'm concerned with it, you know. I wish more people were. I'm hearing that a lot too. Um, I've been watching people. I don't know a whole lot of people that have gotten it. Um, one guy I know did all of a sudden just quit his job. That was kind of odd because he always seemed to like it. And the other two people I know that got it, I'm watching them still too. I don't, I don't know what's, I haven't really been around them much since they got it. They got it recently. The other guy that got it, he lost his job too. But he was weird all, all, all the time. He stayed weird. Nothing changed in him. He did get sick. A lot of them got sick from it. Ron says... We're not supposed to know this, damn it. I didn't get that info on my mainstream media. It must be a conspiracy theory, right? Lolly says it's a primer. To get you ready for whatever it is they really want to put in you. You know, it is a mRNA juice. It's not even a juice. They changed the definition of juice so there could be one. And it's the first ever of its kind. And from what I've heard, it is manipulating your DNA. So maybe it is a primer. She's right. Gerard says the effects of this shot will affect their mind. They won't be able to reason anything we are trying to tell them. Okay. So I want to pull this together real quick and say that I kind of agree with everything you guys are saying about what the Trojan may be in this. And that it would tie into these programs like Montauk. Like MK Ultra, these things that never stopped. They would never have any reason to stop. 
They still go on a day demonstratively. It's all a big plan. It's all thousands of years in the making. It's very elaborate. So the truth is often in the gray areas. What if there's a little bit of truth here in a little of these in a little each of these? And 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 lollies is the key to it all, that it is gonna make you a receiver to something. My fear is that the spike proteins that these juicers are shedding on us are going to put us in their group whether we like it or not I don't know about that Ron says they still got Cinco G around more first then comes the banger booster gets you the good one Dolores says some folks are so full of fear that they've already had the shot and are trying to get an additional shot by a different company that's true they call themselves double juicers. Yeah, well, one's good. Two's got to be better, right? They're idiots. Jones says the mainstream media tells the wooly farm animals not to listen to us crazy people. And you know the news don't lie. Well, you know, we don't have any news, especially in America. We have the most propaganda probably just a constant bombardment but no news that was fully infiltrated by the cia in the 50s and why would they ever let go of it kathy agrees first round primer second round voluntary compliance what's everybody smoking on i have mandarin cookie that's my flower that i have and then my little treat is uh, sour diesel. That's what I'm smoking on. Matter of fact, I have me a little sour diesel in honor of lemon cookie. That sounds good. Diane, you're right. Our family and friends will turn on us. They're already starting to lack empathy and reason. They think they're helping us and that we're hurting society even. They're dangerous. We're dangerous. They're being conditioned to see us that way. Look, I'm telling you, man, I agree with you. Matter of fact, I will no longer be catering to them. I really only want to speak to us, but they'll drag us down like an anchor. Leave the dead to bury the dead. On board with that, but realize... It's our mess in the end. So, and I, because I, I believe that we're protected. We are the protected and we are the leaders. And we're warriors in this, in this war. We are in a war. It's a silent war. It's a spiritual war. And I believe we'll be victorious in the end. But it's going to get ugly, real ugly, and it'll be our mess. I would like to minimize it as much as possible. Jessica says she's supporting her local black market street dealer. Man, you know what? I was so disappointed. I got to tell this story. We're we're past an hour. We can have fun time. Uh, My guy, remember, I thought he was out. He just thought I wouldn't want what he had. Because I'm a fucking sativa snob. 
And all I ever talk about is sativa. So he had Northern Lights and it's indica. So I got, today I asked him, I was like, hey, man, is uh, he's got Girl Scouts coming up next. Is Girl Scout ready yet? And he's like, uh, not ready, not yet. I just got to cure for a little while or whatever. He's like, I do have that Northern Lights, but I didn't want to tell you about that because I knew you didn't want it. I would have took that. The dispensary is out of their mind. It's very nice, but they're crazy with the prices. I understand the black market. <laughs> I get it. And it's going to keep having strains, Paul. It's no end in sight for this. No end in sight. And we'll be the only ones that could do anything to stop it at all. You know? So, I just hope that we realize that. And, uh, also realize that it doesn't really mean doing anything extra just taking that role in your daily life to make stupidity uncomfortable i try to do it as often as i can and honestly it's a little extra work true but it's fun you know paul doesn't like to rattle the npcs but i say fuck them The answer is I don't trust dispensaries. The government has their filthy paws involved. Well, we were talking about something last night that I'm going to dig deeper into. The differences between THC and THCA. Because dispensary weed is all THCA. And very little THC. Like my flower is 0.6 THC and 27.34 THCA. I'm going to be looking into that, you know. It might be normal. I don't know. I've never scientifically tested my street stuff. Maybe I need to do that. Find out what they're doing to my, my cannab cannabis. Sneaky bastards. Kathy says they're getting eights top shelf for 13. It's shake with popcorn buds. Ain't nothing wrong with popcorn buds. Why do people not like popcorn buds? That's what that is. Minor popcorn buds. They're it was 30 something dollars cheaper. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Silly. People are ignorant. Shake, though, I find hard to use. You know, I guess you could put it in those cones, but I like to roll. But let me remind you guys to come back tomorrow night. Tomorrow night is rant night. On Thursday nights at the Sean Yankee Show, we rant. We get all our frustrations out and get ready for Friday night. Because Friday nights, we have guests. And on Friday night, we have Chris Christensen coming back. He is a theology master uh, and a real smart guy. And I want to hear from him because I really do feel that we are living in the biblical end times. You know. And I want to hear his thoughts on it. Because, as you know, I don't know enough about the Bible to really speak on it. Well, he does. So, he's a professor of theology. And we're going to be getting into this with him, among other things. I always let the guests get in anything that they want. You know, it'll be Chris's world, really, on Friday. But I, I do want to ask him some questions about what's happening and how it relates to what, what he knows. Or his thoughts on it, anyway. 
ton, and I have a lot to rant about. You know, a couple rants have slipped out already this week. Yeah, and a lot, a lot going on. There's plenty to rant about. Aaron wants to put signs around the property, but doesn't want to make himself an identifiable bioattendant. <laughs> identifiable target as well. I struggled a lot with the English language tonight. Talking's not as easy as it looks. A lot of times you trip, your tongue just trips, falls over. Well, all right. So one more time I'm going to ask to everyone that's here before we wrap up. Right now it is saving. So um, looks like in about an hour I could be ready. And I could have that video go out as a stream. It'll be Tesla New Yorker 1 through 4. Just that. No me at all. Just the video all packaged together neatly. So we can watch it laid out one after another. If you're interested in that, I think I can have it ready in about an hour. So anybody that would want to come back for that, that'll be going on. If enough people say they want to see it. So, because I don't want to be there by myself. You know, I, I love Joan, but... We can watch a lot of stuff together. We can watch anything we want. If you guys want to watch this, though, let me know. And we'll air it in about an hour. Gerard, I believe this is true. And I'm really excited to hear Chris's thoughts on it and, uh, and what he thinks. Because to me, it's obvious. It is obvious. Well, you know, Paul, it'll also be up for you to see later. That was that was kind of the second reason to do this. That it would it would give a a nice solid full presentation of the whole thing, and it'll put it up on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook all at the same time. So it kills three birds one stone. It's great. All right, looks like a few people are interested. So check look for that in about an hour. If I can get it up earlier, I will because I know it's late some places. But you know it's only three o'clock in the afternoon where Patricia is. And I think she'll be here for it. And Paul says he'll come back. That's reason enough to do it there all alone. Because I want Midnight Rider to do a ride on this. He needs to ride on this video. Because I want to hear his thoughts on it. I want to hear him break it down in the Midnight Ride. It's been too long since the Midnight Rider rode. But thanks for watching, guys. And hanging out. And uh, hopefully I'll see you in about an hour. We'll hang out and watch that video. But come back tomorrow night for Rant Night. And Saturday night. For the week in review, we watch back highlights of the whole week, and it's a whole lot of fun. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you tomorrow.